You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. And today, ladies, we are going to talk about how having a healthy liver can help us have a healthy life. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about why this particular organ is important and how it's important in the term, and I'm doing air quotes over here, that glamour term called detox. Because if you're going to detox, I want you to understand why you are detoxing. And then I want you to understand, you know, what are you detoxing? to get the results that you want. And so over the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about detoxification and the three phases. But today I wanted to talk to you about one of the main organs that is responsible for so many things in your body. And when we talk about the word, again, air quotes, detox, this is one of the organs that we're talking about detoxing to help give it a rest and clean it up. So come on, let's go find out about this fantastic little organ called the liver. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint. Have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. All right, ladies, and here we are for another episode. And so today, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your liver and why your liver is so important. But before we start talking about that, I want to kind of share with you how I came up with this topic. So, you know, we're in March, so we're about like four or five months away from summertime, June, July, August is when summertime happens. So, you know, I do a lot of research And I start hearing a lot of the same kind of talk around my office and online in different places. And the word that you start hearing about as you move towards summertime, and you're going to start seeing it everywhere in magazines if you already don't, because it's probably a topic that's really talked about so much, and that's weight loss. But there's also another big buzzword around weight loss these days, and it's called detox or detoxing. And you see it all over the web and you see it all over stores and you see it on magazines and it's detox for this and detox for that. And I get that word, but my sole purpose, you know, for this podcast and for our online network and education series and all the things that we do is really to want to help you understand why it's important for you to understand your health. Okay. Why you are doing something. Because it's, it's not enough to just do something. We need to understand why we're doing it. So I get a lot of times people say, oh, I wanted, I'm going to detox for weight loss. And I simply go, okay, well, what does that mean? What does detoxing for weight loss mean? Oh, I'm going to detox because I want to lose weight. Well, okay, when you detox for weight loss, what's the principle behind it? Okay, you are trying to get your gut healthy, You are trying to get your liver healthy and your kidneys healthy because your liver, your gut digestion and your kidneys and elimination, that is how detox happens. So it's when you get those things healthy that you start to see possibly some weight loss because those things are in balance. But people don't want to take the time to understand the mechanism behind what they're doing. 
Okay. So when we talk about, and which I'm going to talk about in another series is the detoxification process, because there's three phases, there's phase one, phase two, and phase three. And there's different things that you need to do in each of those phases to support the next phase so that they all work together and you're actually detoxing. Okay. Because you could say, I'm going to the store and I'm going to take these pills and I'm going to take that pills. But do you understand why you're taking the pills and what are they doing? That's what I want you to understand. Because when you say, okay, I'm taking these herbs and these herbs are supporting phase one. Okay. And then I'm going into, I need to support phase two and I need, this is what I need to do for phase three. Because your body has to go through all three phases in order to really cleanse out and get rid of the garbage that's put into our body, the toxins we're talking about. If it just goes through phase one and you're not doing phase two, then you're actually just building up more toxins than anything else. Okay. So there's a, you know, a, like a cascading effect. You have to do all phases and support all those different phases in order to get the best results. So that's where I'm coming to you from. I want you to understand that, not just get caught up in all these gimmicks and just not, and just rushing into doing them, but not knowing why you're doing them or what the, you know, the science or the research behind it is, because it's important. You see, our bodies were designed to do all the miraculous things that, that we could ever want them to do. It's just that it gets messed up along the way. Okay. See, I want you to understand that when you, you know, if your hormones are out of balance and I'm telling you to do this, this, and this, you say, okay, I I understand now why you're telling me to do this, this, and this. So therefore I'm going to go do it. When we understand the why we are much more apt to carry out the actions needed to make some change. If I just came to you and told you, okay, you need to do self-care. Okay. Well, why? But if I told you all the important reasons why doing self-care for yourself is going to improve your health, you'll go, okay, now I see the importance of that and I'm more apt to put them into my daily schedule. Okay. So that's where education comes from. You can have knowledge about something, but if you don't put action with that knowledge, then it's just nothing. It just, it just clogs up your head. So I want you to understand the process of why you're doing something so that if somebody asks you, hey, you say, oh, I'm detoxing, or if somebody says, well, why are you detoxing? You can simply, and you can go through it and you can tell them intelligently because I'm supporting my liver, I'm supporting my gut, and I'm supporting my kidneys. And this is the things that I'm doing. I mean, I would hope that we would all want to at least be somewhat educated. I'm not expecting you to be a medical person, but I am I am expecting you to understand it a little bit because that's how you become your number one self-care advocate. When you understand how your body operates and when things go wrong, you can play an integral part in getting it to get healthy again. And that's where you need to be. You need to be an integral part of your body healing. Okay. Because a lot of times you've been an integral part of your body not healing. Okay. You've been the person who's been causing it to malfunction. And I don't say that in a bad way because we all do a lot of things that we don't pretend, we don't know that potentially are not really good for us. Okay. And there's things that we can't help that, you know, like we can't help breathing smog and smoke and, you know, car fumes and all that stuff that talks, that makes our body toxic. Okay. We, but we can understand that those things are toxic and we can understand how to, you know, kind of offset that toxicity level by doing X, Y, and Z. So, you know, but there are things, people eat a lot of processed food, so they're doing a lot of damage to their own gut health because of it. So we do a lot of damage to ourselves and I don't, and I'm not saying I'm saying that in love. So we have to understand, you know, what part we play and then what part we can play to undo that damage. So today I wanted to talk to you about the liver because the liver is one of those big parts of understanding and knowing about detoxing because the liver ladies is the largest gland organ in the human body. 
and it secretes a fluid called bile. Probably most of you know this, which is necessary for digesting fats so that they can be easily absorbed by the intestine. So if you are not, if it's not, you know, excreting bile and you're not digesting fats, then your intestine can't absorb those nutrients. Okay. And again, you may not be calorie deficit. You may be nutrient deficit. Okay. Again, understanding what's happening. Okay. It has an average weight of three pounds and it is located in the right upper area of the abdomen, just underneath your diaphragm and to the right of the stomach. It receives 1.5 quarts of blood every minute through the portal vein and hepatic artery. That's a lot of blood, okay? See, understand what your organs do. It's kind of fascinating if you think about what these babies do in our bodies. It's really quite miraculously. Okay, so within the liver are tiny cells called hepatocytes, which are mainly responsible for the hundreds of functions of this gland in the body. Aside from producing bile for fat breakdown, we are going to talk about functions of a robust liver in maintaining a healthy human body. Okay, so this is what the liver does. Let's talk about that. It has carb, it does carbohydrate synthesis. So the liver plays a vital role in the metabolic synthesis of carbohydrates. A well-functioning liver can synthesize 100 grams of glycogen through the process of glycogenesis for carbohydrate metabolism. It is also responsible for the production of glycerol, which is necessary for the synthesis of glucose by breaking down fat cells. Okay. So your liver breaks down carbohydrates. Okay. It also is needed for protein metabolism. Okay. It is also responsible for the metabolism of protein. It produces clotting factors like fibrinogen, prothrombin, and antithrombin. It is also the main site for the red blood cell production of fetuses. So that's where fetuses are going to get most of their red blood cells. Okay. The liver produces bile that breaks down cholesterol through the process of lipogenesis. It is also involved in the production of triglycerides as well as other lipoproteins. So again, looking at your cholesterol, cholesterol has to go through the process in the liver. And if your liver isn't healthy, you could have an elevated cholesterol level or elevated triglyceride level perhaps. Okay. It stores different substances such as glycogen, vitamin D, A, K, and B12. It stores iron and copper as well. Pretty amazing what the liver does. And it's also, it detoxifies the blood. The liver helps rid harmful substances in the blood, such as drugs and alcohol. When we drink alcohol, ladies, or we eat a a poor diet full of processed and fast foods, or we take lots of medications, our liver is working nonstop to detoxify our blood from the harmful substances. The liver filters can only remove a wide variety of contaminants like fungi, bacteria, viruses, and parasites in the bloodstream so that they don't build up in the blood and cause health problems. Pretty amazing. I think it's pretty amazing so far. Okay, they destroy old red blood cells. You know, they go to the liver to get destroyed and eliminated through the digestive system as waste. The liver cells are separated by spaces that act as filters. Blood flows through the filter, which removes old blood cells, chemicals, drugs, as well as other harmful substances from the body. So this filter system is called the synovial, the, the synovial system and is carried out by specialized cells called Kufer cells, which have the ability to break down toxic substances. Angiotensin is a hormone that raises the blood pressure once activated by an enzyme called renin, which is released by the kidney. If the liver is not functioning well, elevated blood pressure may be experienced. So again, you see, you start to see how the body is all related. The kidneys, the liver cholesterol, high blood pressure, all that kind of stuff like that. Get it? All goes together. Albumin is a protein found in the bloodstream and is important in maintaining 
our, our ionic pressure and then transporting of steroid hormones to fatty acids. And this is done through the liver. Okay. And then our liver also removes chemical toxins. There are more than 1000 toxins that are found in food, water, and even air that we take in on a daily basis. All of these can cause harm to our body. Our liver is one of our first lines of defense, and it renders these chemicals inert by breaking them down and turning them into waste that is eliminated as urine or feces. And chemical breakdown is part of phase one of that detoxification process that I was talking to you about. The liver contributes to a lot of functions within the body, as we can, as you can see, you know, and just think like, I mean, be amazed. So it is so important to maintain the healthy state of homeostasis. Unfortunately, many of us suffer from liver disease over time due to the lifestyle and habits that we choose, okay? That is why it is so important to have a natural, drug-free, liver-supporting system that you do on a daily basis to give your liver a break. And that's what sometimes when we talk about doing a liver detox is giving your liver a break and just letting it settle down and do its job easily, Okay, especially if you process and fast foods on a regular basis because they're filled with a lot of fat and a lot of sugar. So while most of us will never, you know, most of us don't go and have our liver function test until we see a problem or we start getting older and the doctor orders it, but there's other ways of knowing if your liver functions, if your liver is not working properly. Okay, just take a look. Sometimes you can look and you can see dark circles under your eyes or your skin is a little bit more shallow, sallow looking, sorry, shallow, sallow looking. Okay. Stick out your tongue. Is there a yellow coating on it? You know, sometimes if you have arthritis or you're irritable, okay, or if you're having trouble digesting fatty foods, these all can be signs that your liver may need some attention. Okay. When your liver isn't healthy, you may have an increased risk for obesity, cardiovascular disease, digestive problems, allergies, chronic fatigue, headaches, and even some PMS symptoms because your liver is not able, because cholesterol is the mother of all hormones. And when that's off, a lot of your other hormones sometimes can be off too, right? So you can see how important this baby is. She's vital to us, okay? And we want, and we should want to keep her healthy, okay? I say she because, you know, we're, we're women, right? So, hey. All right, so now I just want to talk to you in this podcast episode, this one, just give you some foods that can help you naturally clean your liver. So you don't have to go out and buy supplements, okay? We're going to talk about that in other in other podcast episodes, because we're going to talk about this detoxification phase. We might even blog about it, but there's some things that you can do naturally that don't cost you a penny. I mean, well, yeah, buying groceries costs you a penny, but I'm sorry, don't cost you an arm and a leg. So let's go through some of those foods that you can eat, because you know I'm a big proponent of healing our body through food. So number one is grapefruit. It helps flush the liver of carcinogenics and toxins. The vitamin C and antioxidant properties of grapefruit can also help boost the immune system. Slice it, peel it, or drink it. It doesn't matter how you do it. Consider adding grapefruit to your weekly meal plan. Very, very good. It's also a bitter, which is good for your liver. Next is garlic. Allicin and selenium aid in cleansing the liver and are naturally found in garlic. In addition, garlic helps the liver flush toxins by activating certain enzymes. So I want you to try adding a clove of garlic to either your chili, spaghetti sauce, or casseroles if you don't already do it. Now, we love garlic in our family, so that isn't a big problem. Next is green tea. It not only tastes great, but green tea contains antioxidants that that improve liver function. So consider adding a glass of green tea to help you boost your liver function. If you don't like the caffeine, you can also use the, the caffeine-free kind is perfectly normal and perfectly good. 
Next are beets and carrots. Because they're packed with beta carotene and plant flavonoids, they help stimulate liver function. It doesn't take it doesn't take much to make a difference, so add a few extra to your salad, your soup, or other favorite dishes. Carrots are in season all the time. Right now my husband is sprouting for, for us to grow some beets during this during the next season. Leafy greens. They're great in salads. You know, spinach, dandelion greens, and other greens help neutralize the metals, pesticides, and chemicals found in some foods. These leafy greens are great on sandwiches, in pitas, on pizza, and so much more, but have an extra salad every day, okay? Because leafy greens are part of the antioxidants, which you need in phase two of detoxification. The next one is one of my favorites because I love avocados. And in order for the liver to work properly, it needs glutathione. It's a compound that avocados can help the body produce. So make guacamole, add slices of avocados to your salad or to a sandwich to give it a boost and give your liver a boost as well. Broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, and other coriferous vegetables. These delicious vegetables help create natural enzymes that aid in fleshing out toxins and carcinogens in the body. Steamed veggies, coleslaw, sauerkraut, and soups are great ways to add these veggies into your diet. The next is citrus fruits. Lemons, limes, and other citrus fruits contain a bounty of vitamin C, which helps break down toxins and aids in digestion. So kickstart your liver each morning by drinking a glass of cold water and eating a piece of citrus fruit. Lemon water in the morning is awesome. I do that every day. Turmeric. This little spice helps to stimulate the production of bile and other enzymes that jumpstart the liver. Add a bit of turmeric to your next batch of soup, stew, casserole, chili, or any side dish. Walnuts. Packed with arginine, glutathione, and omega-3 fatty acids, walnuts aid the liver in removing ammonia from the body. Eat them plain, add them to salads and other side dishes for a wallop of goodness. So in addition, ladies, to eating the above foods, there are many other things you can do to improve the health of your liver. So let's take a look at a few of those. So avoiding large quantities of alcohol, tobacco, caffeine, sugar, and sugar substitutes, as well as salt, because all of these are hard on the liver. Add some low-impact exercise to your daily routine. This can be as simple as taking the stairs instead of an elevator or walking your dog once or twice a day because that gets the, the, um, all your blood flowing too. Drink plenty of water at least two liters a day. Reduce the amount of soda and other sugary drinks you consume. Okay. Eat plenty of whole foods including cabbage, Brussels sprouts, and organic soybean products. Herbs like echinacea, milk thistle, or dandelion root are great at cleaning the blood. If you're going to try herbs, first check with your medical provider to make sure that you can take them. And then if you do try herbs, do make sure that you try only one at a time, not a bunch of them all at one time. Antibiotics and antacids should be avoided except when absolutely necessary. And again, we're in that cold and flu season. And I talked about this numerous times. A cold and a flu is a virus. Okay, it doesn't need antibiotics. There are a lot of things out there that are viral and everybody just runs to the doctor and wants to get antibiotics. Antibiotics wipe out your gut flora, which can throw you into a state of imbalance. So if you can help it, don't take antibiotics or antacids if you don't need them. Okay, and it's, I know a lot of people are on acid reducer medication for, you know, for ulcers, for different things like that. And it's okay. But if you don't need them, don't take them or take them for a short period of time and try to get your body off of them and try to look for natural things that can act as an anti-acid because they're out, they are out there. I want you to relax. I want you to laugh. And most importantly, I want you to have fun. Okay, because that all helps to reduce stress and that helps every organ in our body. 
consider adding relaxation and a meditation exercise to your day to help you relieve that stress and or anxiety. So ladies, I want to end on saying this. Taking care of our liver isn't something we think about every day because it's this organ that sits in our body that we really probably don't think about. We probably don't think about much of any organ in our body on a daily basis. But by living a healthy and natural lifestyle, we can keep it working at its peak. And a healthy liver can mean a longer, more fulfilling life. It can aid in weight loss. It can aid in making you feel better. And it can also aid in some of those chronic illnesses that you might be suffering. It can help heal some of those as well. So I hope that you take some of these suggestions. I hope that you go put some of these fruits and vegetables that we talked about and things into your diet. I hope that you laugh more. I hope that you smile more on a daily basis. I hope that you love more and that you do things that are passionate. You know, go out and get some more exercise in your day, drink some more water, have an extra glass of green tea. All these things are so simple that you can go out and do right now, tomorrow. So I hope you like the episode. If you do, please let us know, go over to um, in iTunes and leave us a rating and review. We'd really love that. It helps bring it up. Come over and DM me at Well Woman Network on the gram. Join us over in our Facebook Well Woman Network 360 group. Um, listen to our daily Well Woman weeklies. We do them on IGTV. We also do them, we're going to start doing them on Facebook and we're going to be shortly starting a um, YouTube channel. So would love to have your suggestions on things that you want to learn. And like I said, I want to start teaching you about the um, three phases of detoxification. So I think maybe in the next episode, I might do that as well. Okay. So until then, I hope that you have a very blessed week and love you much. Bye for now. The information, including but not limited to text, graphics, images, and other material contained in the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle podcast is for educational purposes only. The purpose of the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle is to promote broad consumer understanding and knowledge of various women's health topics. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking any new health care regime. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have read or heard on one of our podcasts. 